trend, trend, trend it out. On Froggy 92.9. PG&E is considering a second intentional power shutoff this week because of 20 California counties, which includes Sonoma County. So the shutoff would start tomorrow morning when wind, windy conditions that are dry are expected to ramp back up fire danger. So this includes 1,481 homes and businesses in Sonoma County, 1,774 in Lake County, and 3,750 in Napa County. High elevations may experience wind up to 40 miles per hour, but overall conditions won't be as bad or widespread as earlier this week. Uh, to check if your address is included, visit pgne.com slash PSPS updates. Again, that's pge.com slash PSPS updates. Americans are leaving their jobs at a record pace. So the U.S. Labor Department revealed that more than 4.3 million Americans left their jobs in the month of August. So that's nearly 3% of the entire U.S. workforce. So this is the highest quit rate our country has seen in nearly 20 years with the restaurant and hospitality industries that are hit the hardest. Around 829,000 restaurant workers and 721,000 retail workers left their jobs in the month of August. And the data shows that Americans are confident that they can find a new job. And what we're finding is a lot of places are hiring and they desperately need people. If you're looking for a job, right now is the best time to find a job. Well, Casey Musgraves will not appear in the country music categories at the upcoming Grammys. Mind your own biscuits and life will be gravy. So the Recording Academy CEO, Harvey Mason Jr., made the decision last week to dub her last achievement, her album Starcross, ineligible for the country album category. Now, according to Billboard, members of the screening committees can reject recordings if they do not feel they fit into the genre, though they may remain eligible for the all-genre album of the year category. Uh, Casey has not responded publicly just yet, um, but we're really sad about this. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for headline in a haystack is 55 and 56. And right now, she could tie up the score for the first time in headline in a haystack history. Okay, well, I've been out of the headlines today, so let's see what I could do. A lot to risk on this one. It's a big one today. You ready? I guess so. Headline number one, woman arrested for having 32 poisonous snakes as pets in home. Headline number two, man accepts receding hairline, makes hair loss art that sells for thousands. And headline number three, missing man joins search party looking for himself. Missing man joins search party looking for himself. Well, for the first time in headline in a haystack history, Amber, that is absolutely correct. How does it feel? It feels great, but this story is also hilarious. It is. I read it a couple of weeks ago. 
My golly. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, <laughs> next time on Headline in a Haystack, you have an opportunity to get a winning score. But here's the story. A man from Turkey, by the way, this is from the BBC, had been drinking with friends uh, on a Tuesday uh, when he wandered into a forest. When he failed to return, his wife and friends alerted local authorities and a search party was sent out. Then the man stumbled across the search party and decided to join them. But when members of the search party began calling out his name, he replied, I am here. <laughs> it's me. I'm here. Search party's over. Oh, man. Headline in a haystack. A good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Today is... Silly Sayings Day. Get silly. Get silly. Get silly. So my mom always used to have very silly sayings to which she would say, this is an A-B conversation, Amber, so see your way out of it. (laughs) Or my other personal favorite, this is a taco burrito conversation, nachos. I don't get that one. A taco burrito conversation, nachos? Yeah, not yours. Nachos. Oh, not yours. I get nachos. it. Nachos. Um, so those are th- funny things that she would like to say to tell me to stop trying to listen to your her phone and friends' conversations. Well, yeah. I like it. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of nachos, burritos, and everything else, so... I'm going to, when I have kids someday, I'm going to write those ones down. I don't know. I kind of <laughs> hated them. I yeah. mean, they were silly, but I was like, oh, stop it, mom. I just want to know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so when you were younger, Tanner, did your mom or your dad have like a silly saying that you kind of despised? Well, my mom has a saying that she uses today yesterday and as my childhood that actually you despise and it has actually entered my vocabulary and uh that saying is that threw me for a pickle just because it's not how the saying goes yeah but it's you know it's just my mom saying that she used and i understand (laughs) it's that threw me for a loop but that threw me for a pickle why why pickle i have no idea i honestly think she might have messed up the saying and just got it confused, and she just stuck to her guns on it. And uh, I'm sticking to my guns on it, too. I got you, Mom. I got you. I hate it. <laughs> I know you do. I hate it. That <laughs> threw me for a pickle. I just, like, <laughs> shin shivers down my spine. <laughs> just like, a pickle? Why? Why a pickle? That's so we're, random. We're, we're going to have to get your mom on the phone and, like, confirm where she got that one from. But on the phone, we have Kayla from Motor Park, who is sharing... A silly saying from her parents. Mom and dad will always tell me, well, go outside and play in the traffic. Play the Get out traffic. of my hole. <laughs> we didn't play the traffic because I knew exactly when I was younger, you don't play in traffic. Yeah. Because right. you play in traffic, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. What movie (laughs) absolutely terrified you when you were a kid? We're getting some great responses on our Facebook page right now. Facebook.com slash Froggy 929. Carolyn from Petaluma says, Jaws, I still won't go back in the ocean. Danielle from Windsor said poltergeist. Uh, Victoria from Rota Park says fire in the sky. I slept in my parents' room for like two weeks after that. I don't think I know that movie. 
Yeah, and uh, these responses just continue to come in. Again, facebook.com slash froggy929. Uh, I saw that there was a brand new Chucky series on USA Today. Yeah. And uh, also on Sci-Fi and Chucky is a big nope for me. Absolutely not. I will not see anything Chucky related whatsoever. Oh, that little doll? That little doll is terrifying to me and I will not deal with it in any capacity. We had uh, someone that used to work here that had a Chucky doll in his office Yeah, and I didn't go in his office for the longest time because of it. It's so weird to me that people are afraid of Chucky because it's a doll. Yeah. Can you just like kick it? I recognize <laughs> if you've seen the movies, you can't just kick it. You can kick it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I saw Chucky when I was five years old because my brother thought it would be really funny. And that is the reason why I am terrified of anything scary. It's because I was scarred as a child from the movie Chucky. But I mean, if you watch movies like Toy Story, then you know that toys coming to life isn't always a bad thing, right? Why do you think I didn't watch Toy Story anymore? No, I am dead serious. Come on. I, I love the Toy Story movies, and it was so extreme how <laughs> terrified I was from the movie Chucky that I actually threw away a bunch of my toys and my action figures because I was terrified they were going to come to life. The little tiny ones? All like of the little them. soldiers? All of them. I didn't care. That's just dramatic. Taylor. That movie scarred me for life at five years old. Do you have any movies or even a TV show that that happened to you? Um, do you remember the movie Signs with Mel Gibson? It came out in 2002. I don't think so, no. You've never seen it? I don't think okay, so. Okay, it has Abigail Breslin and Rory Culkin in it as well. And basically it's about like extraterrestrials like coming down to Earth and uh, Mel Gibson's like trying to fight them off and Joaquin Ugh. Phoenix is there. Joaquin Phoenix is there? Yes, it's terrifying. It scared me so much when I was 11 years old when it came out because they showed the aliens so much and I was like <gasps> they're real and I would like look over my shoulder constantly thinking I'd see an alien or an extraterrestrial and it I was gotta, terrifying I gotta watch this movie it actually sounds pretty dang good it's pretty good I think I'll watch it as an adult but it terrified me as a kid Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. A new Grammy controversy is on the rise. Casey Musgraves will not appear in the country music categories at the upcoming Grammys. But I guess they call Now, Recording Academy CEO Harvey Mason Jr. made the decision last week to dub her latest achievement, the album Starcrossed, ineligible for the country album category. Now, according to Billboard, members of the screening committees can reject recordings if they do not feel they fit into the genre, though they remain eligible for, you know, all the albums categories, all the genre categories, including album of the year, things like that. Um, Casey Musgraves has yet to respond publicly, but Cindy Mabe, the president of Universal Music Group in Nashville, penned like a very lengthy open letter to Mason expressing her dismay for the decision. She says, as a prime stakeholder in country music, I would really like to frame what's happening in our genre right now. And help you and the Grammys fully understand the importance of Casey Musgrave to country music and why this decision is so much more than an entry or point for award shows. She also says taking her out of the country 
category actually does harm to a format struggling with change and inclusivity overall. So I truly feel for Casey because when she wasn't is making the best country albums, country radio turned its back on her. They didn't want to play her. And because of that, she kind of had to carve her own path. And I just think we can't falter for that, especially when she's still making excellent music. This girl has won six Grammy Awards to her name. Two of those are in the country album category. In 2014 for Same Trailer, Different Park, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. And then again in 2019 for Golden Hour. Now, Golden Hour might have had like some pop moments with a, a ton of pop production, but it's... At its core, it was an organic country album It that has, like, you know, Willie Nelson influences. It has Dolly Parton influences. And I think her new album, Starcross, is this genre-bending album. And I, I just think that Casey's evolution continues to amaze me and amaze people. And, you know, I, I wouldn't categorize Starcross as a pop album at all. And I think that country music is going to have to evolve at this point and has been evolving. I mean, newer faces want to get the same opportunity and artists want to try new things. I mean, clearly that's where country music is headed. So, you know, what is country music? Who decides? It just seems so arbitrary. But the 64th Annual Grammy Awards will be held on January 31st. Now, what do you think of Casey being outcast in country at the upcoming Grammys? Call right now. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOT. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Coming to the Masonic in San Francisco on October 17th is Brothers Osborne. All right, if you want to go to Brothers Osborne, you have to solve today's mind bender. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. I, I, I answer my question or you'll be standing, standing tall before the man. Give us a call at 636-1467 if you can solve this question right here. All right, 30% of women and 35% of men hold their breath. When doing this, what is it? Here's clue number one, nothing to do with going under water. All right, and we're gonna give you one more clue. And here's that clue, it's driving. If you think you know today's Mindbender, give us a call now, 636-1467, to see Brothers Osborne. What's your guess for today's Mindbender? Uh, driving under a, through a bridge. That's correct! Congratulations to you. You have solved today's mind bender. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations. You're going to go see Brothers Osborne, Travis Denning, and Tennille Towns at the Masonic in San Francisco. Yeah. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. But you are seeing Brothers Osborne. Thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. It's kind of like a lost found in a border. So I saw this story about this man named Terry Bruce of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, He was recently reunited with his high school class ring. That's cool. Now, the thing is, he lost this ring while throwing a Frisbee in a park in 1979. Dang. 
That's a long time a to long be without time. your class ring. <laughs> uh, apparently, someone was like using a metal detector in the park when he found the ring. Uh, Terry's initials were inscribed in the band, and you know, someone found Terry and was like, hey, "I think I found your ring, dude." What a good person to give that back. He probably <laughs> had to do a lot of research to find Terry. I'm also really jealous because I have lost a pair of scissors recently. <laughs> Look, I know it's not a class ring, but it has been driving my fiance Cole insane that we have lost this pair of scissors. And I bought another pair. We have a pair of scissors, but he's all, where are the black ones? Where did they go? Why did you lose them? Well, just like they'll turn up. I understand that sometimes you have certain things that you like and appreciate it and they're almost irreplaceable even something as simple as a pair of scissors no no they're just scissors (laughs) not on board i'm just like not attached to scissors okay (laughs) that's just not something that i'm attached to but either like i'm just like okay either they'll turn up or we're gonna forget about it but tanner have you ever lost something and then like it magically turned up you know days months years later amber have you ever had a piece of clothing that like you've just had forever like fits you perfectly and you wear it all the time sure well i have a favorite flannel that i've had since i was a freshman in high school and i still have it today thankfully but i did lose it when i was at a college party i Uh. just took it off for a second i threw it on a couch and it went missing i thought it was gone forever until like three months later i went to another party when i was in college and someone was wearing the flannel and i know because it has a bleach stain on the elbow and i went hey where'd you get that flannel and the guy was like i found it at a party i got well, that's uh, my flannel. Mine. I showed him a picture on my phone of me wearing the flannel. Yeah. He gave it back to me. Aww. All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor's Feet, we're talking to Grace. Grace recently got a job where she was drug tested, and Barry Martindale's going to mix up the results. Hello? Hi, is this Grace? Yes, this is she. Grace, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I understand you just got a new job. Yes, I did. And uh, you were drug tested for that job, correct? Yes. Well, I'm calling from the HR department of your new employer. And uh, Grace, you are a bit of a disgrace because you failed your drug test. What? Yeah, it looks like... uh, No, 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 no. No, I don't do drugs. I should not have failed this test. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I have the... I have not... Go ahead. Are you you serious right now? I am dead serious. So because of that... Wait a second... I am so sorry. I have the wrong test result in front of me. You're fine. This is another person. Oh, my God. I was like, I have not done anything. Oh, my gosh. Lisa, I'm so sorry for the mix-up, but you're still going to have to pay for our time today. Why would I have to pay for this? I have not done anything. It was not my drug results, and I have not... I, I, I should not have to pay for this. We can take this out of your first paycheck for my time. It's about a hundred dollars no. for every half hour. No, 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 no. I this is not my fault. You called me. You had the wrong result. I am not being charged for this. Who I, do I need to talk to? You've been Martindale.
My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Why are you prank phone calling me? What is happening? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Time to release those little monsters. Dr. Fauci has given the green light to trick-or-treating this year. Um, He said it was A-OK, but this is more specifically what he said. I think that particularly if you're vaccinated, you can get out there, you're outdoors for the most part, and enjoy it. I mean, this is a time that children love. It's it's a very important part of the year for children. So, I mean, again, particularly if you're vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, think about it, that you'll add an extra degree of protection to yourself and your children and your family and your community. What do you think about that, Tanner? In my opinion, kids, especially here in Sonoma County, deserve to go trick-or-treating. They haven't had a real Halloween in so long, yeah. not only the pandemic the pandemic last year, but also we dealt with wildfires the year before. So kids here in Sonoma County, in my opinion, should go trick-or-treating this year. Well, I'm curious to see what families are doing this year. So we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929, are you and your family going trick-or-treating this year? Heather from Santa Rosa said, our house will be handing out candy and we are keeping the candy shoot my husband made for us last October to slide the candy down so we can maintain distance. Oh, I love that. Oh, I want a candy shoot. Me too. (laughs) Morgan from Petaluma says, yes, 100%. They are outside. She says, kids are suffering through this time. They need a bit of happiness. Jessica from Santa Rosa said, I think trick-or-treating at 45 would be frowned upon. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jessica, it's fine. Come here. We'll give out candy to you. Yeah. Regardless of your age. (laughs) I mean, even if you decide that trick-or-treating may not be right for you or right for your kids, uh, Tanner and I, we have a great event planned for those of you who might not want to do the traditional trick-or-treating. So, Tanner, what is going on in downtown Santa Rosa? Well, we're so excited to be meeting up with you since the pandemic started. We have teamed up with Third Street Ale Works, the Santa Rosa Metro Chamber, and Punky's Pumpkin Patch to bring Halloween to you. So, basically, what we're doing is we're going to be having a costume contest test at 6 p.m. in Old Courthouse Square in Santa Rosa. Then we're meeting up at Third Tree Ale Works to eat, drink, be merry, and do a pumpkin carving contest. That will be on Friday, October 29th. That's going to be so much fun. So if you our kid and you participate in the costume contest, we're going to give you candy anyway. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. All the things all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Who is an artist that you will see in concert no matter the cost, no matter the expense? I was wondering if Garth Brooks was coming around town anytime soon. And the only show that Garth has available is at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. Front and center stage tickets are $811. That's too much. $811. I couldn't believe it. But, (laughs) I mean, obviously people are buying the tickets, so they can sell them for that expensive. Because it's a a once-in-a-lifetime event for them, I'm sure. Definitely. And it, it just goes to show, I did some research on what the most expensive concert ticket ever was. And Amber, I know you love Led Zeppelin. So you're going to love this, not the cost. They did a reunion show in 2007. A ticket was $14,000. Well, I was going to say 
Led Zeppelin for your question, but now I guess not. I don't have $14,000. I have to take out a small loan for that. Yeah. Not even a small loan. That's like a car payment. Yeah, that, that's, my entire, that's my entire car. <laughs> to do pay you want, off. Do you want a Hyundai Elantra or do you want to see Led Zeppelin once? I kind of just want to see Led Zeppelin once, to be honest yeah. with you. I might even sell my car to see Led Zeppelin. You would? Probably. Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably nobody <laughs> wants my Hyundai Elantra, so I have my, my opt for that, too. And I don't even like Led Zeppelin that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone would want my Tucson either. But <laughs> go ahead, Tanner. Sorry. We, we asked you on Instagram, who's an artist that you will see regardless of cost? And we're going to tell you how expensive those tickets were. Okay. At Miss Davies for real said, Chris Stapleton, he is so good live. A ticket to see Chris Stapleton at the Shoreline starts at $125. Are you sure that's where it starts at? That's where it starts at. That's like the that's like the back side of the lawn. Okay. Okay, we get another comment from Amber Star 13. She said Ed Sheeran. Okay, Ed's great, but his show starts at around $120. He's not even touring in the United States yet, but that's what his price is in Dublin. Uh, okay, we're getting more comments right now. At Caitlin MCC says George Strait. His tickets start. I mean, these are you can barely even see George. You're watching him on a screen for $100. I know. I've seen my friends go see George straight like a, a years ago, and you couldn't see him. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Cheryl, Amber will come back in the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay, Amber, you got to get out of the room now, please. Wow, she's getting the smack talking out of the way early. Yeah, Cheryl right is now. feeling confident. We didn't even have to ask her I to do it. like it. Amber's running out of the studio as we speak. Cheryl from Petaluma, here's question number one. Are you ready? Yes, I am. IHOP is celebrating Halloween with Reese's Pieces Pancakes. What does IHOP stand for? International House of Pancakes. You are one for five right now. That is correct. Here's question number two. Ryan Reynolds wished Hugh Jackman a happy birthday by posting a video of himself wearing socks with his face on them. What Marvel superhero does Ryan Reynolds play? Ant-Man. That is incorrect. Still one for five. Here's question number three. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill have sold their island in the Bahamas for $35 million. What year did Tim and Faith get married? Is it A, 2014, B, 1996, or C, 2002? 2002. That is incorrect. Still one for five. Here's question number four. On this day in 1980, Johnny Cash was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Who played Johnny Cash in the bio picture, Walk the Line? Oh, I have to pass on that one. I don't know. That's A-OK. Still one for five. Here's question number five. Thomas Rhett recently celebrated his ninth wedding anniversary with his wife, Lauren. Thomas Rhett wasn't always the singer in music and in bands. What instrument did Thomas first play in a punk band? Was it A, guitar, B, bass, or C, drums? Drums. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in the studio. Amber, Cheryl from Petaluma got two and a half out of five. I think they're tough today. Okay. Oh, no. Not again with the toughies. All right. Let's see how I do. Well, going to start you off with a softball. IHOP is celebrating Halloween with Reese's Pieces Pancakes. What does IHOP stand for? 
the International House of Pancakes. One to one is the score. That is correct. Here's question number two. Ryan Reynolds wished Hugh Jackman a happy birthday by posting a video of himself wearing socks with Hugh's face on them. What Marvel superhero does Ryan Reynolds play? Does Deadpool count? Deadpool absolutely does count. It's a Marvel superhero. Oh, okay. Amber, you're up two to one right now. Here's question number three. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill have sold their island in the Bahamas for 35 million buckaroonies. What year did Tim and Faith get married? Is it A, 2014, B, 1996, or C, 2002? Oh, man. Ooh, I'm going to go with 1996. That is correct. Amber, you are up three to one. Here's question number four. <laughs> Cheryl from Petaluma is not having it. <laughs> On this day in 1980, Johnny Cash was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Who played Johnny Cash in the biopicture Walk the Line? I think it was Joaquin Phoenix. I think that is correct. Amber, you are up four to one. And here's question number five. Thomas Rhett recently celebrated his ninth wedding anniversary with his wife, Lauren. Thomas Rhett wasn't always the singer in music and in bands. What instrument did Thomas first play in a punk band? Was it A, guitar, B, bass, or C, drums? Oh, man, I have no idea. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to go with drums. That is correct. Oh, what? <laughs> Played in a punk band called the High Heeled Flip Flops. Perfect five what? out of five for Amber to Cheryl from Petaluma's. Two and a half out of five. Cheryl, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown today. I'll get you next time. You will. You will. But you got one on me. You, you want to know what that one is? Oh, what is it? You've got tickets to see Dan, Dan and, and Shay. Shay. Yay! I don't have those tickets. You're no? right. What is the most inappropriate song to play at a wedding? We're getting some messages right now at facebook.com slash froggy929. Like Brandon from Windsor said, still haven't found what I'm looking for from you two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roy from Sebastopol says, I was part of a wedding that they used Say Something by A Great Big World. Oh, when the bride was walking down the aisle, I was speechless. I don't think anyone besides me and my wife noticed either. Say something. I'm giving up on you. (laughs) Yeah, not a song to play at a wedding. Uh, Madison for Santa Rosa. What does she say? Love the one you're with by Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young. I played this at my reception. Seems so funny. Yep. We're divorced now. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been th- <laughs> sorry to laugh at that. That's so but funny. It's so funny. Uh, she said, "I've been thinking about uh, no." I said that. I've been thinking about songs that I want to play at my wedding, um, and I realized that there are a lot of songs that sound like they're love songs, but they are not always love songs. Kind of like the ones above. Yeah. Um, so Tanner, what do you think is an inappropriate song to play at a wedding? This song seems to play at every wedding reception, like the party after the actual wedding. And it makes me really uncomfortable. All grandpas look really awkward when this song is playing. It's a classic. <laughs> we don't oh need to be skate skating anywhere. And it makes everyone uncomfortable. No. Good. It's a great song, don't get me wrong. Love but it. I just may I just feel like it really divides the room. It's the masterpiece of our time. <laughs> and you're gonna say, John. <laughs> and you're gonna say that i I can't play it at my wedding because it's inappropriate. Well, it's your wedding. You can do every anything and everything that you want, but <laughs> I always just Personally. My, my neck starts sweating when I hear that. That's the point. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up helps you wake up and get moving. Keeps me energized. On Froggy 92.9.